Good, oh boy, voice is a little rough this morning. Let's try that again. Good morning. Welcome to the Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here. I uh, hope everybody had a good week. Only one announcement this week, which is uh, Run, Range, Run, which is now the Patriot Challenge. I actually already got my T-shirt. Pretty sweet. It's kind of one of those uh, long sleeve. Uh, reminds me of the Sport Tech F3 shirts. Um, but from our friends, at, our friends at Frag Out Clothing Company are the ones doing the shirts. And uh, I already got it. So if you haven't signed up for a team uh, with your region or whatever, feel free to jump on the F3 Roundtable team and uh, get your mileage in. Again, the uh, Coop Challenge this year is if you get 56, um, 56.5 miles or 56 miles, we'll, we'll call it, uh, in three modes of transportation, uh, Darby or me or somebody will send you something cool. Uh, just reach out to us at the end of the month, and we'll make sure we send you something. I'm sure I've got something in the prize vault. So jumping into today's topic, uh, normally in the beginning of the year we talk about getting right. And a good friend of mine from Fort Mill um, has been doing some posting, and if uh, you follow him on social media, his writing has been very powerful. A lot of guys uh, reached out to me and said, you need to get this guy on the show. So Maximus, who eats you? How long have you been doing F3? Uh, C-SPAN, good morning. Um, I appreciate the invite, appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Um, about eight years ago, roughly, a little bit over eight years ago here in uh, Fort Mill, um, I was EH by two guys, actually. One was Santini. The other one was a fellow by the name of Bob Barker, um, both of which have since taken a step back from us here um, over the last couple of years for a variety of reasons, but um, Bob Barker and Santini uh, a little bit over eight years ago. And I'm going to share, I hadn't thought about Bob Barker. That was a good guy. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, yep. it's not unlike a lot of other guys that, you know, our paths cross over the years. You know, they come and go and, and we think about them a lot. We don't reach out to them as often and from time to time I'll I'll reach out to him, but not nearly as much as I should. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely a good guy, one of many good guys that haven't seen in quite some time. Roger that. And then you and I share the uh, EH of uh, Santini, so another high-impact man. Um, and then I also just feel like, because uh, people see you, and then they probably think, because um, I was there the day you got named, and I don't remember how we ended up on gladiators, but you ended up in a, in a gladiator thing. Do you, you remember how you got named? Because I was there. I, I, I probably should take credit for it, but what, run everybody through that. Uh, do I remember it? I don't know if I could ever forget a name like, like that. And I, as I travel downrange of various places, everyone's like, how'd you end up with that name? I'm like, well, the, the, the tongue-in-cheek story I say is, you know, at the time, we were worried about people make, making sure we had people come back out, so we gave them really good names. Um, that's how I got lucky enough. But it, the real story is um, they had asked where I was from, and I'm originally from uh, a suburb of Baltimore, just outside of Baltimore, Maryland. And they asked where I went to school, and I assumed because they had just asked where I was from, they talked about my high school. They were referring to what high school I go to, obviously, in, in hindsight, the answer uh, was incorrect. However, I gave them the high school. Naturally, nobody heard of it. They said, what was your mascot? We were the gladiators. So they immediately just said Maximus. And 
far be it for me to run away from that name or put up a fight on that one. So that's how I got named. And I honestly, I don't remember if it was you or Santini or Bob Barker or someone else that came up with the name, but whoever it was, I, I am very appreciative um, of that name. So I, I try to hold it well and I try to live up to it. Yeah. And so for all the pod packers that I haven't seen this guy, um, he looks like the fit Russell Crowe. He doesn't look like the current Russell Crowe. He looks like the guy from the movie. So um, at that point, uh, that's exactly what he looked like when he showed up. So, well, and I guess we want to just do a real quick recap. So um, been in Fort Mill. You were a first FQ. You've, you've got a pretty good, um, and I want you to just kind of run the, the pod packers a little bit through your resume because I feel like that's part of setting the table for where we're going to be going with the discussion today. Uh, first F, Nantan, uh, led a mission trip. Run, run us through kind of like uh, some of the stuff you've done with F3 that have been am- impactful for you. Sure. Um, so, yeah, as you said, I had the opportunity to serve when um, Pusher was our Nantan here in the fort. I had the opportunity to serve as our first FQ for a period of time. Um, from there, uh, a year or so, two years later, I forget the time frame, but I, I took the reins uh, from Cape Boss uh, as Nantan here in the fort, I did that for about a year and a half, and then I handed that off to Shady uh, last year, and um, we saw just tremendous growth since Shady took that on, and, and not only you know growth you know going outward, but then also going deep in a lot of areas for a lot of us uh, under his under his guidance. So it's been it's been great. So uh, in addition to that. Um, I've done several mission trips through our church and a local mission organization um, down to Columbia, South America, had the opportunity to attend a couple of trips, and then I actually led uh, a trip there um, with a bunch of other F3 guys, um, and I'm going to say, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I think it was in like 2015, roundabout, 2015, 16, somewhere in there, we went down to Columbia as, a, as an F3 team, and that was really, really cool. Um, to be able to experience that. So, you know, in addition to that, some of the first step stuff, you know, done numerous relay races and uh, go ruck events, did my first grow ruck in Louisville this past October, which was amazing. Um, And just obviously trying to participate in CSOPs when available. Sometimes life, uh, life doesn't allow that to happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's really a nutshell version of the resume, as you said. Yeah, and I, I, part, of, part of the reason I wanted you to do that is I want the podpackers to understand. Here's a guy like many of you that has kind of developed. Uh, he's developed his leadership. He's developed his fitness. He's developed um, basically all three ups uh, while he was in Port Mill. Takes us to where we're at right now, which is uh, you've kind of started – um, putting pen to paper, and uh, I guess nobody puts pen to paper except me anymore, but uh, started kind of typing out your thoughts. And I, I think uh, as the podpacksters are listening to this, um, you know, if you're, you know, the five to ten year mark in F3 and you're looking for that next thing, sometimes you have to um, kind of step back and maybe even dive a little bit deeper in yourself. And I, part of our, part of our podcast today is really going to be about Maximus sharing his story on, um, going a little bit deeper, and I think uh, 
I'm trying to set the table for you, but I think maybe I'm just going to hand it back to you, and maybe you can start talking about how you how you started this kind of these blog posts um, and going deeper. Maybe you can start it off there and, and start setting the table, and we can start talking. Yeah, uh, great place to start. So for me, this is this has come out in several conversations, whether it's um, text messages or comments on the site or, you know, phone calls, whatever the form is, it's come out that this is really an opportunity for me to process what I've gone through. So um, kind of like we do at, at a COT, Andrew Block, 40 Maximus. So at 40 years old, something clicked. The, the Holy Spirit got into me and just said, now's the time you need, you need to start putting it out there. And a lot of it, as you said, does start with a physical pen and paper, um, and then it'll transfer, you know, into the digital format and 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 go from there. So really, where this started, um, where I became more aware of this, uh, which self, which F three, frankly, has done. Whether you know, OBT and Dread had originated, they had this idea in their head when they when they founded F three that it was going to turn into all these other things or not. I think. Uh, we all can be very appreciative of what this has done in our own lives. And for me, it's created a lot of self-awareness. Sure, I can do more push-ups and pull-ups, and, you know, I learned this thing called rucking, but, um, you know, it's really been about self-awareness for me. And about four years ago, there was an evening where this serious, I'm going to call it an excavation process, really began. And... That word's not an accident. I used that word. I actually stole it from a, a mutual friend of ours. Um, and he describes this excavation as, if you think of it in, in a form of, you know, farming or harvesting, you have this brush or dead growth or, you know, leaves or whatever on the top of the ground. And that really needs to be uncovered, peeled back, dug away, which can be a messy, dirty, painful, lengthy process, right? But what that exposes underneath is really a, a ground that's ready to be harvested, right? It's, it's ready to be, you know, the ground is fertile. It's, it's ready to be planted and harvested once you get all the dead junk back. So four years ago, my process began of getting all that dead junk back and, and getting that off. Um, it wasn't all, you know, puppy dogs and rainbows by any stretch at that point. It really began the painful process of, um, self-awareness. And mind you, at this point, I've been in F3 for you know, three to four years. And as I've referenced in one of the writings before, I had the facade. I had the facade that so many of us live behind. Um, and I recognized that holding that facade in place was painful, it was difficult, and it was time to get rid of it um, for a variety of reasons. I'm happy to share at a later time that when we have more time. But at that point, that led to individual counseling, then led to a thing we call marriage coaching, which was awesome. Um, and then it was an in-depth faith discovery uh, through a ministry uh, from a friend of ours called uh, The Journey. And the self-awareness that led, you know, that led me into all of these areas um, brought me to a place of recognition where I was, I've been caring for, at this point I was 36 years old, 
I've been carrying all this weight, all this baggage from unmet expectations from childhood to unmet expectations, you know, at 36 years old with this facade and a great life, arguably with kids and a job and beautiful wife and she has her career and all these things, right, that you would want. I just didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know really what I was doing uh, through all of this. Um, and that's where it began to really take shape into what it would look like to process this going forward. Um, I've never enjoyed writing. As a part of the journey, I mentioned earlier the, the, the journey study, journaling is a big part of that, and it's work. Journaling for me is work. And then over time, it became a little bit easier and a little bit more natural when I started to write about things that I enjoy and have experience with, mistakes, wins, feelings, you know, expectations, all that kind of stuff. And then it just started, you know, to come out. And what I also recognized, you know, fast forward to more recent is, you know, they, it, they had my eyes open to a foundation called the Travis Manion Foundation, which a lot of us are familiar with. Uh, locally, uh, Sugar Daddy and Cobra Kai have opened my eyes to this foundation. We do the, you know, the, 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 the WAD, the workout of the day, honoring his memory every year. And the model of that foundation is, as it was for Travis, was if not me, then who? So if not me, then who? And there's so many areas of our lives that that can be applied to. Um, so the other part of that, when you marry that with the credo of that three nation of leave no man behind and leave no man where you found them. So when you combine those two of if not me, then who, and then leave no one behind, it's I need to put my writing out there. I need to put my thoughts out there, my experiences out there, because if there's one other person out there that can resonate with something that I have to say or something that I lived through or had lived through, maybe it might be a little bit easier for them to process something. Maybe there's just one person out there that might be able to resonate with it. Um, and fortunately, over the last couple of weeks, that's rung true, and which has been not only um, helpful for me as motivation, but then also just humbling. And frankly, I'm wondering, like, why didn't I start this earlier? Like, you know, when's the best time to plant a tree? Yesterday. Well, if you didn't do it yesterday, when's the best time? Today. So enough of the procrastinating, enough of the, you know, as, as Dredd calls it, the crack pipe of manana, enough waiting until tomorrow to start something. I had to get it started and I had to just get my notes out there. Don't worry about perfection and all that, which is a whole other gesture issue of mine. But um, that's a long-winded explanation of how this started and really where it is now. Yeah, and I'm going to jump in there and as the podcast is a listener, because you, you unpacked a bunch of stuff right there. Uh, first thing I, I you know, uh, everybody who listens to this, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to speak on behalf of them. This whole facade thing is, I think exactly what's most guys are struggling with. You know, F3 is just, uh, we finally have some friends. We realize we're not the only ones struggling with it. So you got this beautiful facade, you know, like you, you show up, you're this fit dude, got a, you know, um, your wife's a doctor, you got three beautiful children, you know, uh, everything's perfect, got a good job, and, and you're still carrying around a bunch of stuff underneath there. And I, I love this kind of ex excavation, I think is the word you used, um, kind of peeling all that back to realize 
down underneath there, there's still a great guy that just needs a little more work, right? And it's ready, ready to do the hard, you know, the hard part of living, which is, uh, in your situation, you're kind of finishing that um, second 500, getting into the third 500 for uh, using the OBT crew analogy, right? Uh, I, I think the whole thing of just having that fertile ground and being, you know, realizing and recognizing that you've got work to do. And I, I, I'm really going to tell you, I still think this is the, the part of the sad clown syndrome that we talk about is what you're, what you're really writing about, which is, you know, the gesture of perfection, the gesture of, am I good enough? The gesture of what I didn't accomplish as a kid, what a gesture of what a man's supposed to look like. I think, all of the stuff that you're writing about is what all of us are struggling with. So I just, on behalf of everybody, I'm just going to say thank you for being brave enough to be the guy putting it out there. The Travis Mannion thing, I, uh, I think, is very I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Travis Mannion thing, exactly. Uh, talk about a leader. That's uh, where it starts. You, if it's not you, I mean, don't pass it to somebody else or give somebody, you know, Otis bomb somebody else with the idea. Just stand up and do it. So, um, and I have been reading your writing, so... Why don't, we, uh, why don't we take it from there, and why don't you share a little bit about, for the podpacksers who haven't caught up with your writing, talk about that process and uh, some of the things you've been covering in, in your writings. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to. So um, what, one of the things that I really want to make sure people understand is that this is not me writing in a vacuum. This isn't me in an echo chamber saying, okay, what is it I think is going to resonate with people? What I'm writing about is stuff that, as you put it, yeah, it's still, sure, you can call it an element of, of the sand clown syndrome that we all fight, right? There's days we don't want to wake up. There's days I don't feel like, you know, working. There's days I don't feel like being the perfect husband or perfect dad, um, you know. So for me, it's what, is, what are topics that my wife and I have dealt with, have talked about, what are things that I've lived through or currently living through? What have we experienced? And how can I put that in a concise enough format to share my experience, but then also share maybe a, a glimmer of hope for someone out there? And that's really, you know, the idea um, or, or, or a goal of this. And so what I've, you know, I've written three so far. I've got now, you know, through talking with Kim, uh, my wife, um, we have talked about, I don't know, another eight to 10 more topics, um, going forward. And she's really supportive of this whole thing. And, and I write, you know, when I'm writing all of this, or once I'm finished writing, you know, uh, uh, a posting, if you will, I don't know what else to call these things. Once I'm finished writing one, she edits it. And what's important for people to know is that when she edits it, She's not learning anything in there. We've already had this discussion in our marriage at some point. So my shortcomings are challenges that we've had together. She's blessed all of this to be able to put out there. So it's not like I'm doing this secretively. You know, the, the world of living in secret is long behind us. Um, it feels long behind us, even though it was only a couple of years ago. So um, I needed. To, I felt I needed to give that out there, or put that out there, so people understand. Like she's editing everything that I'm that I'm writing because otherwise I'd be going ditch to ditch, and my mind is all over the place. And she helps the guardrails, um, and almost acts as like a project manager for the writing, if you will. But jumping into what you're really asking, I believe is is the first one I wrote was it was called leverage your resources, 
And this is probably applicable, I think, to uh, people that have been in F3 for one month or five years or anywhere in between. If anyone is coming out to F3 or if a region only has a focus on the first F, let me just implore you to look beyond the first F. Because as I explain F3 to people and, and our attorney friends, if there's any that are listening, they may not like this term, but I'm going to use it anyway, so take it with a grain of salt. That's my disclaimer. This is perhaps the world's greatest bait-and-switch model that ever existed. Because we use you know, the attraction, the magnet of a push-up or a workout, of getting fit physically, whatever that may look like for you, as a way to get you into a place of self-awareness, of community, of stronger you know, development in whatever area of your life that will eventually be, you know, uncovered. And if you're coming out only for the workout, you're missing what this is all about. Again, what, if OBT and DREAD envision this from the outset, good on them, even better. But what this has exposed is all these opportunities from whetstone, whether you're a stone or a blade, to shield lock, to you know, for me, it was other service locally and international mission opportunities. Um, you know, there's homeless shelters we hear about all over the place, men's ministries, um, kids' ministries. There's no end to the opportunities to serve and to be served as well by way of, you know, relationships and accountability through men to your left and to your right. You know, we, we, we read it on Twitter or Slack a lot. It's not about you. It's about the man to your left and to your right. Right? And there's truth to that. So again, recognize there's all of this out there. All these resources are out there. You just have to be at a place where you can recognize those things are out there for me. They're out there for you. It's not for someone over there that, you know, I can't use those things. No, that's for all of us. So tap into it. Don't just come out for the workout, which is great that, you know, being able to do a pull-up for the first time was a great feeling, but it's not about that. So the second one was, was um, entitled, It's Okay to Not Be Those Things. And for those that haven't shared with, my, my gesture is performance. And people hear that and they just immediately roll their eyes, oh, great, you want to be faster, you want to be stronger. Nah, well, yes, but no. What it really means is I have this, this expectation of performance and a perfect performance in everything that I do. And in some cases, that can be healthy. In many cases, it's not. You know, it's, it's as trivial as the way things are done around the house to how I am as a dad to how I am as an employee, as a husband, and all these areas. And it's this weight of expectation in all of these areas that if I come short of my unspoken expectations that I've internalized over the years, then I'm a failure. And there's no grace for myself. And I think there's a lot of us out there I would argue men and women, but for us, we're talking about men, specifically within, within the circles of F3, that face this performance expectation. And if you can't do it as good as someone else, you just don't do it. And that, that's just, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cycle that is very difficult to get out of. Um, and where that name came from, I need to give credit to where it, where it came from, is our shield lock was sitting together um, a couple months ago, two months, three months ago. And the context of the conversation we were having, Helmet, who's in my shield lock, Dark Helmet, said, 
well, it's okay to not be those things, and it clicked. And I was like, holy smokes, that's something so many of us deal with is we feel like we have to be X or Y or something else. And it's okay, right? God designed you to be the way you are and for you to accelerate, as we say it, you know, in these areas. You were not designed as an accident. So don't try to outthink God that you should be something that maybe you're not, right? He put, he put you here for a reason. He put me here for a reason. He put fill in the blank of someone else, you know, listen to some of the uh, past roundtable podcasts. I mean, if you couldn't find a reason for being to be here, we, we all know what one of the benefits of, of being being here, right? We know, you know, Red Baron, we know why he's here. We feel we have a good reason as to what his, he's serving as he's here. So it's okay to not be these other things, right? Um, and then most recently, uh, this past week, the one entitled Why Run? And for a guy that's run races and things, you, you hear that or you read that and you're like, all right, this is going to be a, a running post. Well, sort of, but it was really about my motivation for running from or running towards something in my own life. Um, so are you trying to, or was I, was I trying to run away from something in my life? The answer is yes. Was I trying to run towards something, which is perhaps a more positive motivation? In some cases, yes. In many cases, I was not. Um, so those are the three. There's a little bit of a description on, on each of the three that have gotten us to where we are today. Yeah, and I, I'm going to jump back in there and say um, I'll put in the, in the show notes um, a link to those three writings. The other one, um, I guess we just need to get it out there now, is I know you're posting these, uh, the links, on, and you do Instagram and uh, Twitter and stuff. Um, we also got to tell the guys how you're going to continue um, where you're going to be posting and how you're going to get it out. So if they're going to, they need to follow you on Twitter or Instagram or whatever to uh, get these links or how are you going to be posting them going forward? Um, sure. So <laughs> this started as, I don't know where to put it. You know, I just had to get it out. I just had to write. I don't know where I'm going to put it. I don't know if I'm going to email it or mail it to people, but I just, I need to write as part of my processing. So, the first one went out originally in our fort uh, newsletter, our weekly newsletter that, that hits every Sunday night. Um, and I wrote it as a backblast on our fort website. And until I get told no or until I get kicked off, I think that's going to be my, my platform, if you will, because it is, you know, the idea behind the third F is something, a belief in something greater than yourself, right? And... For me, this is a belief in, in God doing something that he may be using me for something, at least in this chapter, in this season, but he's doing this for some reason outside of myself. And as long as I can continue to post them on our, you know, uh, in, in our backblast um, on our Ford website, I'm going to continue to do that. And so I will, I will post that link, that, that website link, that URL um, on Slack, both locally and then within the nation's flag. It's on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook anymore, um, but I am on Instagram. I don't know if that makes a ton of sense, but it's, it's how I do it today. Um, so uh, Twitter handle, I figure we'll get to this later, but Twitter handle for now is um, at F3 underscore A block, my last name, uh, B as in boy, L-O-C-K. Um, so F3 underscore A block. 
And then on, on the Slack channels, it's just Maximus, and that's it. So at this point, C-SPAN, I'll continue to post them there and just send the link out to everybody. But um, I don't have a, an easy way to go through and have someone read one after another after another. You have to go through all of our backblasts, so you're welcome for all the extra reading. So until someone more savvy than I comes along and says, hey, why don't we put these all in one, you know, one spot, um, that's where they that's where they live. Yeah, and we can uh, we can uh, we can make some links. So um, I figured there's somebody out there if they really wanted this. Yeah, there's, and they could there's some, they could make that a thing. Yeah, and we know some smart guys. We can we can help with that. I guess um, as we're starting to get on top of our time, I feel like uh, part of this you're kind of talking about where the, where you're currently at, how this journey you know started, and then and, and what you're working on. I know um, I, I probably have to ask the hard question of are you getting better with this writing? And I, we got a lot of guys out there that are struggling with different stuff. Is this really helping? And uh, why don't you give some, you know, give the straight candor of, um, you know, where this is taking you and how it's helping you or if it's not helping you or if at least getting you to where you closer to where you need to be. That is a very good question. Um, I don't know where I need to be. I'll put it that way. Um, I know where I was. I feel I have a good sense of where I am today. Again, where where God's got me going, I, I don't know. But is it helping? Absolutely. This is This is a way for me to process again you know these last 40 roughly 40 years it's a way for me to outwardly be held accountable to ensuring that i don't fall back into some of these traps you know i mentioned marriage coaching earlier um it's one of the the things that we learned one of the many things we learned through that process for kim and i was communication and that's you know that sounds easy we all talk about you know, a lot of us have talked in the past about how we need to be better communicators with our wives. But what I mean by that is, you know, our communication in the past, let me back up, our conversations in the past, there's a distinct difference, I believe, in those two words. Our conversations were more focused on agenda, right? What did we have to get accomplished? You know, we're running a house, three young kids. She's got a very, you know, demanding um, medical practice that – where she had, uh, you know, she was dealing with either working too much or not working enough and just trying to figure out, you know, the line there. I've got my own, you know, baggage I'm dealing with. But we had to get from a place of marriage conversations to, all right, what time do the kids need to be picked up? What do we need at the grocery store? What am I doing that I'm, I shouldn't be doing? Um, here's my work situation. And we got to a place through this coaching process of true communication, and it's not always easy, right? Or I should say it's not always comfortable. Sometimes it's hard, but it's necessary. And to be able to communicate with her, for us to be on, you know, on the same page, so to speak, has been extremely helpful. We don't harbor you know, the same expectations we used to, or if we do, we're able to talk about them and you know, shed some light on the darkness that, that exists with those expectations, especially when they're not met. That has helped. You know, to get back to the question of has this helped immensely. Um, so 
where it goes from here, I really I don't know. Again, as I mentioned earlier, um, you've got a number number and number of different topics in the hopper um, that I'm, I'm writing about or, or thinking about at least. You know, her and I have talked about a number of these. Um, want to spend a couple of these on marriage. Want to spend a couple of these on parenting. Uh, it, and what's also important for people to realize is. I'm not trained in this. I'm not a professional. I feel like a disclaimer at the beginning of a workout. You know, I'm not a professional. Read these at your own risk. Everything I read is merely my own experience, you know. Um, so modify it for yourself however you need to modify it, but do not use it as an excuse to not challenge yourself. That's, that's you know, something I stole from one of the guys I heard down in Columbia. Um, back to the self-awareness piece, I mean, you know, F3 has opened my eyes to a lot, um, a lot of it internal. And this is my way of further processing what my eyes have been open to. And now I have a, an opportunity to share it with, with people. And, you know, this past week has, has been, it's affirmed a lot of, of what I've been writing, um, that I'm not the only one dealing with this. You know, take to, to take the hashtag from the mental battle group of no OYO, I'm not the only one living this experience, right? Mine's personal. Mine's my own. However, there are other guys out there that are walking similar paths. And if there's a guy that's a year or five years behind me, uh, not just in years, but maybe in terms of experience, that is about to embark on something I, I walk through and I can help maybe shed a little bit of personal insight or experience and it perhaps keeps him from going in the same ditch that I went in, then it's totally worth it. Yeah, I'm just going to give you a loud amen on that one. Uh, brother, we're getting on top of our time. I'm going to uh, open it back up. I know we talked about a lot. Anything else you want to cover for the listeners? Because um, part of the reason you're on is I know, I know there's a lot of guys who are struggling with the same stuff you are, and I, I want to make sure we give you enough open space that there's anything else you want to cover. Why don't you take it from here? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I appreciate the opportunity, again, to have this conversation with you this morning. Um, you know, you and I have shared some, some times together when you were in the fort um, that uh, I still look back on, on with very great memories, and I appreciate some of the challenging conversations, some of which you may not even remember, but I'll save those for another time. Um, and I appreciate what you're doing and the way you're connecting with the guys here. What I would leave with the guys that are listening is it, it, it seems easy to say, um, but as someone that has experienced it firsthand, you are not the only one going through what you're going through. Yours may be a little bit unique. You may have a, a couple extra twists and turns and something, but someone has walked at least part of the road ahead of you. You know, to use the 43 feet analogy, you know, 43 feet ahead of you is someone that has walked this path. Reach out, find a way to connect to perhaps someone through a whetstone or, I mean, shoot, through me, I'd love to talk to anybody that might be going through, you know, uh, or have gone through any of the experience that I've gone through. There is nothing I won't talk about now. You know, I am literally an open book. Um, I don't know where the book ends, but I can tell you it's wide open right now, so no topic is off off, um, off the table. My wife and I were talking about this very topic last night. Like, we're, we're open, and 
if that means I can I can talk to somebody in you know Boise, Idaho, or in D.C. or Sarasota, Florida, or anywhere in between, and just you know walk through life at least over a phone call or a text message or whatever the case may be, by all means reach out. You know, Twitter again is is F3 underscore A block. Slack is on Maximus um, is my handle there. Um, happy to, you know, through those ways, I'll happy to share any other information. Um, but just recognize, you know, in closing that it, everyone's here for a reason. Everyone's here. There's a purpose as to why you're, you're here. Um, don't miss out on that purpose. Don't think that you're, you were an accident. Um, your experiences have merit. And your experiences are uniquely yours. And on the other side, if you're going through a tough time right now, there is something good that can come on the other side. Whenever that time frame is, that's still to be determined. But, you know, I had some, some challenges I went through, you know, throughout life. You know, we all have them. Mine, mine were no different or no harder than anyone else's. But if there's something that your experience can teach you that can then be shared, it's worth it. Um, so that's what I would, I, I would, I would leave everybody with um, and happy to continue the conversation uh, whenever anyone else would like. Absolutely. And I'm just going to share, uh, I do miss some of those crazy workouts because I, uh, I always knew if you were there, I was going to get pushed a little bit harder. So um, I do have some fond memories also. Brother, it was great hearing from you today. I appreciate your candor and your openness, and I, I appreciate you uh, doing the call to the nation if, if guys are struggling to uh, reach out to you. I, I, I think your writing is going to be something powerful this year that we can track um, and see how it progresses as, as the year moves on. So thank you for that. For everybody else, I'll uh, talk to you next week, and have a great weekend. Get after it. See you. Thank you.